When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon. I'm Brandon Suba. And we decided to start this podcast to talk about all things Ninja Turtles. No, 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 no. Let's not say we. So Spencer yeah. decided to take this on. We are part of a uh, Ninja Turtles Facebook group. Is that what? I don't know what it's officially called. I probably should have looked that up. I, I thought you even Turtles started. Forever. Yeah, Turtles yeah. Forever. And he put a post. Yeah, I know you didn't. And, and I don't know why I thought. I think because now they put author on. Uh, like when you put a post and if you comment on it, you're the author of that post. So I think I just converted that in my head that you were the author of the Facebook page. But uh, uh, I've, I've been on that page. God, it has to be a couple of years now. I mean, it's super, yeah, it's super active. A little bit. Yeah, I've been there for a little bit, too. Yeah, I, I and, mostly get on Reddit now, to be honest, because like uh, I find... I find more of the comic book and stuff stuff there while a lot of like turtles forever was just kind of becoming a, a lot of toys. And I just wasn't really interested in seeing toys. It, it still is a lot of toys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that makes sense. And and my wife is, is big on Reddit. I, I don't get on Reddit that much. Uh, so he put a post out there saying, I want to start a podcast and uh, I'm very fortunate. I've been on the mic for about six years now between podcasting and uh, doing a radio show weekly. So of course I jumped on it and, uh, I think you had a couple other people, didn't you, that were interested or it didn't work out? Yeah, there was there's a few others. Um, yeah, it just kind of didn't work out with schedules and with timing, um, as well as you know having the materials. So it kind of just ended up boiling down to just the two of us. <laughs> Which we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Spencer and I have known each other for a month. And we talk pretty much strictly through Facebook Messenger right now. But now, uh, because of COVID, we are not face-to-face. And uh, he's in Utah, and I'm in Nebraska. So we've got FaceTime going, and we're trying out Anchor, which uh, I've never used this system, but uh, it seems to be working pretty good. Yeah, it's from what I've seen and how I've used it and, and what I've heard the people record through it, how I hear them sound, it, it works really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's there's a podcast that I like listening to on it called Thank the Maker, and they're the first ones that uh, I heard advertised for it, and so I decided to give it a shot because it makes it so that just about anyone can make a podcast. Yeah, and here we are, just kind of plugging plugging the podcast right in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> well, where else can you plug it, right? Yeah. So, Spencer, what was your vision, man? Why? What? What do you think we should do in this podcast? So more than anything, I just wanted to talk about Ninja Turtles and like have a reason to do it and have fun doing it. Um, But the other thing that I noticed is that there's a lot of podcasts and stuff out there that talk about Ninja Turtles. But for the most part, it's kind of the the older generation that grew up with the original cartoon. You know, there's not a lot of the voice of 
the younger perspective out there. And as I've had conversations with other people from older generations about things like practical effects or other things like that in movies, I've just noticed that perspectives change and it kind of depends on what you accepted as a child Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so I kind of wanted to be able to have a podcast where, you know, we could also talk about that and just talk about the differences we have, because I like hearing different points of view and perspectives. And I feel like if everyone learns that they can talk about them, people can become more united in general. Uh, So are you calling me, are you calling me the old one in this group? Am I the uh, old one in our podcast here? Maybe a little, you know, I'm I'm a Gen Zer. You know, oh, I am the I'm, one, I'm one year into being a millennial, and I don't feel I fit the category. So, uh, yeah. whatever's before millennials, I guess. Millennial is what Gen I X. I, I'm like a year or two into Gen Z, so I don't always relate with all of the the <laughs> Zoomer stuff. I think I think that's what they call them, is Zoomers. That's really cool. Did Zoom uh, market that? They should, because I think a lot they, of Zoomers are using Zoom right now. They they probably are. I don't think it was them. I. I don't know where it came from. I just think it's a play on Boomer, but they mm. put Z in front of it, which yeah. sounds really dumb to me. I hate it, but <laughs> Nobody likes their own title they get put in, right? No. No one likes it. Well, I love the concept. I love the idea. Uh, like we said, there were a few others that were interested, and it's a big-time commitment. And I know Spencer and I are serious about this because making that connection, what is old, what is new, and what was in between, I think is fun. It makes for good media, and hopefully for all of our listeners out there, you'll you'll take the journey with us. Um, I think part of the plan is we're going to start from the beginning and work our way up, right? Yeah, I also want to cover the last Ronin as that comes out. Oh, uh, I know. Release, what, when is that release? Uh, right now, I think it's at the end of October. It's October twenty eighth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And are you are you a digital comic guy or a paper comic guy? Um, I'm kind of more of a paper. Yep, me too. Uh, it depends. Like I like reading on paper more, but when it comes to services like DC Universe or Marvel Unlimited, things where you could just pay, it's like a streaming service. Mm-hmm. So you just pay a select amount every month you get way more than your value because the problem with paper is that it takes up space. Yes. It's like, unless I really love something like the way I love Ninja Turtles, I'm probably just going to go digital. Well, and I think as a collector, it's good to have that. But for me, when I started reading the walking dead, I want to say I started, uh, like episode or issue 80 something. And it's nice that you're able to go back and buy the digital, to get caught up to where you're at. Same with Ninja Turtles too. Um, the, uh, what is it? IDW comic. I had to get a couple mm-hmm. digital so I could get caught up when somebody uh, introduced me to it. So yeah. And we live in the digital age. Like you said, it takes yeah. up less space. Yeah. I have like bookcases filled with Ninja <laughs> Turtle volumes. Cause I've been getting the IDW collections and it's getting yeah. to the point where I'm like, if this series keeps going on forever, I don't know where I'm going to put all these books. Oh, but yeah, the collections are just so nice. Yes, I agree. No, I agree. And it's fun. Uh, like, I like having comics. And so that's why up to date, like the the last Ronin, I will, I'll start with the comic and issue one on that. Yeah. Outcast, which is totally off topic, but Outcast is uh, Kirk Eastman who did uh, Walking Dead. That's a good one, too. Cinemax took that on uh, for a show. They did two seasons. It's... Huh. It's going to end someday. Uh, Seriously, I think the last one came out a few months ago, and there's supposed to be two more, and there's no scheduled date for them. But Outcast, I enjoyed that. That's uh, uh, being possessed type of story. So once again, 
not on topic at all. <laughs> yeah. No, he has another one. That same guy, he has another one, uh, Invincible, that I think they're looking at making a series of as well. So They've been talking about that for a while. That was his first one. He did that. Mm-hmm. He did Invincible before Walking Dead, I believe. Uh, but when I was getting into Walking Dead, a lot of advertisement for Invincible was. So, if you can't tell, I have a new puppy, and she is eating my shoe and every cord she can get her hands on. Spencer's just laughing at me because every now and then she pops into the screen. I don't know what to do with her. I know she'll start crying if I put her out in the hallway, so we'll just hope for the best here. So, Spencer, how about you talk a little bit about yourself, uh, your history, and then I'll kind of give my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle history so people know who we are. Yeah, so... I, uh, like I said, I was born in 97, so I'm a Gen Zer. Uh, I got into the 2003 series of the cartoon when I was a kid. Um, probably, it definitely wasn't right when it started because I was only like six years old when it started. I want to say it's around when I was like seven or eight. So around 2004, 2005, I was watching it and like I woke up in the morning, every Saturday morning early so I could watch it. Had to see it. If I had a soccer game that I had to go to to miss it, I was upset. That's exactly where I was going, coming from there. So after that, of course, you know, once the series ended, my uh, and as it went to Nickelodeon, I kind of lost interest. It wasn't the same, you know, like I get it for most people after I feel like their version ends. And after a little while, I think it was when the movie was coming out, the, the Michael Bay movies, I was... You know, there's a bunch of other comic book movies out. And so I said to myself, like, I want to see what the comics are all about, thinking that, you know, I was actually going to get something along those lines for the movie, which I was very disappointed. But anyway, I found them <laughs> on the Internet through the Mirage site. Don't know if it was illegal or not, but it was through the Mirage site. So I think it was. I, think I don't know. I more than made up for it now by buying the by buying the ultimate collections and things. I'm I'm trying to to fix that error in my life. If it was pirated, I don't know. Either way, I like them enough that I want to own them. So I read those original comics and like fell in love. And after that, I found the ultimate collections and read those. And I read the commentary and things from Eastman and Laird of them. And that just got me, made me just a huge fan of comics in general. Like I just started getting way more into comics ever since reading that. Cause I kind of saw the, the art that, uh, the art form that's in comic books and how much the people that wrote the Ninja Turtle comics loved them. And you can kind of feel that energy just coming off the pages when you read them, uh, those original comics. And so then with time, I eventually discovered that the IDW comics existed and started reading those. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I mostly love the comics. Uh, I watch a bit of the current TV series and things, but for the most part, that's kind of where I hang out is the comic books, which is another reason why I wanted to get someone else on this podcast is hopefully can find someone else that is focused on some of the other bits the older bits and you know as time goes on and we start cut we start covering the nickelodeon stuff hopefully we can get uh someone probably even younger or something like that or someone else that at least just loves that era to uh come in and talk well i'll do my best getting my seven-year-old to watch it but i try it what is it uh what's the newest one uh teenage mutant ninja turtle rise yeah the rise of the turtles and yeah. we watched the first few episodes, and unfortunately, she didn't get into it. And for that fact, neither did I. So, yeah, we we should. If anybody out there is obsessed with Rise, uh, let us know, and we would love to uh, have you on the show 
by all means. And if you're a turtle fan, yeah. let us know. We, we we have no true format to this, and I think Anchor allows three other people on minus us two, right? Five, I want to say it is. Yeah, it, it might. I haven't I haven't tested the limits of of how far Anchor can go as far as these shared recordings go. So we'll see if we can go even further beyond. That's a, that's a Dragon Ball reference, but. Oh, we could do a Dragon Ball podcast too, but let's let's save that for another day. Uh, and no so joke. for me, yeah, right. <laughs> so for me, I was very fortunate. I got to start with the Turtles. Uh, I was born in '83. The comic first comic came out in '84, so obviously I wasn't reading uh, the comics by all means. But then mm-hmm. the animated series that came out in '87, I was old enough and loved it, just like you. Every Saturday morning, which. In all honesty, when your turtles came out, it was every was it still on Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, yeah, it was. That was kind of before the death of, of Saturday morning cartoons yeah, and, yeah. and the rise of cable into total See, domination of the TV world. And I think <laughs> Netflix killed Saturday morning cartoons because my daughter, who I'm gonna reference a lot, her name's Isabel, but my daughter watches a lot of different cartoons, but she can just stream them with no commercials. So why why would you ever get up in the morning and go watch commercials right but oh, yeah of course I totally was, i grew up before dvr so uh 1987 when that animated series come out I, I i couldn't tell you if i watched it from day one or not but i know i look forward to it every week i'd get up and, and i'd always watch it and watch the reruns and all that good stuff and that's when the the toy line came out and I was prime age for, for the toy line. And I prided myself. I had every single toy up until they got ridiculous with them, like the uh, cowboy and the space suit. And I, it got to a point you really couldn't even keep up with it. So I backed off then. But I had the pizza mobile. And we'll, we'll share a story someday about that with my dad and his business. But uh, the pizza mobile, the party wagon, I think is what it was called. That was so cool. Now, uh, as we have kids and they get the toys out at my parents house man i beat them up like i see the stuff on the collector sites and it amazes me the quality that they're in i don't even have head uh, a head on my splinter and it makes me sad <laughs> I have this headless splinter for a toy so i guess you could say i was a young collector that didn't collect i played i played with the toys and, and i think that's what kids do and then, of course, I saw all the movies. Uh, 1990 was when the first one came out, and I did see that one in theaters. Number two, I did not. Number three, I did not. I, I vaguely remember. But here's something you don't know, Spencer. You'll love this. When they did their music tour, right? They had a oh, music yeah. tour. I got to go see that live. Nice. And it was it was <laughs> cool. My, my parents got me the tickets. I, I, no joke. For Valentine's Day, it's not like... As a family, we had this special Valentine's Day, but I think when the when it was coming around, that was about the time in February. So, so they gave me a card, and they were in there. Coming out of your shells was the tour. I could yeah. probably still find the VA or the the tape if I could, but I listened to that thing so many times. Uh, and then the 2003 animated series. That's that's the, the. I don't know anything about that one really. It was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. I graduated in 2001. So, I mean, I was yeah. heading off to college, trying to establish enough money to survive, that sort of stuff. So, it wasn't on top of my list. But then 2007, that premiered. 
I didn't see it uh, like you did when it started, but I did catch it when it started on Nickelodeon. And thanks to DVR, I was able to record all the episodes. And that's what really brought me back into the culture of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought they did a great job with that one, referencing the old and still making the new. And that's when I started Googling some old stuff. And that's when the toys came out again. I really got excited to see them because I started connecting. And then I was introduced to the comic, uh, the, the newer one. And when I started reading that, that's when I started connecting more dots and how they changed it a little. And I don't remember when that happened or the technodrome, all that kind of stuff. So that's why I was excited when you wanted to bring this concept in, because I love being on the mic. I love doing podcasts. I think these are a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully people get a little something out of it or at least join us on our journey. But it's fun to talk about these things. And, and like you said, our different uh, experience with it. I mean, you started with the 2007 when it came out. I got to start with the 1987. And I think we're going to find our connections. And, and I want to bring up what I think is going to be our biggest feud through this podcast for as long as we're doing it. It's the Baxter Stockman feud. Because oh, yeah. when I was talking to Spencer, I said, every time he's in any show, they have the Baxter Stockman character. I am always waiting for the moment that he gets turned into a fly. And Spencer, you responded with? I, I hate it when they turn him into a fly. <laughs> in my opinion, he makes a better action figure when he's a fly. But he makes a much better character when he's actually human. Now, every time he's been a human... To my opinion, he's a better character. But in all, all the most up to date stuff, they keep him human, don't they? Uh, IDW, they do, and same with the old the Fox Kids, the two thousand three series, the one that I grew up watching. They they left him as a human. Yeah. Uh, the original comics, he's left as a human. It was really just kind of that eighty seven series, and so you'll find fan service for that series, and they'll turn him into a fly for it. See, and but every guess, single time they kind of butcher the character when they do it. <laughs> and maybe that's maybe that's why I'm so know. stuck to it. I just I want to see that. Yeah. Someday, uh, the Michael, yeah. uh, the newest ones, those shows. I really thought he would go for. It. I mean, he nailed Bebop and Rocksteady, nailed it. So why not have Baxter yeah. Stockman as a fly? Why not? I mean, they they coulda. You know, I didn't really care for that movie all that much anyway. So. Wouldn't it's, have made a difference to me. My passion, I'll just tell you, my passion for those movies is because it was something new at the time. Like, it was the Ninja Turtle yeah. movies that they finally came out with. It was pretty good action-packed. Uh, and, and I don't know, Krang's voice I did not like. I know that's a minor detail. Isn't it the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond? I, I don't know. I've never watched that show. So I think it is. I think I'm too I young for that. Oh, man. In the first one. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to quote that in the first one, huh? So I, I've just been excited uh, to be reimmersed in the culture. Uh, that Facebook page really honestly kept me in the culture because like like Spencer said, a lot of cool toys that they put out there and a lot of a lot of stuff that's old that people are finding at Goodwill. Man, I, I remember buying that new in the package and it, it was cool. It was cool. The Ninja Turtles are cool. And I think that's why they've been had such a strong following since shoot 1984. So yeah. No, like it definitely one of those underrated things, and it's part of the big reason why I want to cover those original comics. Is those original comics were big for comic books, mm -hmm. especially for an indie comic book that they self-published themselves. And I could I could go on and talk about the history of that for forever because I love it. I, I love the history of Ninja Turtles as well. Mm -hmm. But you know, we'll maybe save that for the first episode. I'll just you know 
I'll, I'll delve a little bit into it, but I could talk for hours about it. So no, wait, wait a second. Th- this is the first episode, but is this our introductory episode? Yeah, it's like, our, it's like our episode zero, you know, yeah. it's to let people know. Yeah. So if you're not entertained yet, just tune in for the next one and we'll, we'll really dig into the meat potatoes. Speaking of next one, Spencer, why don't you go over kind of the format of what we plan to do on the, yeah. uh, the episodes going forward? So, so from here on, like we said, this is just an introductory episode. So from here on, we will be actually covering uh, the different material of Ninja Turtles. And we're going to kind of move through time with the exception of the last Ronin. Um, and so we are going to be starting with the original comics first. And uh, we're going to try to, I think, just cover story arcs. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to cover the story arcs of the comic books, the original ones, and then move to the cartoon uh, the next week. And we're going to kind of bounce back and forth between comic book, cartoon, comic book, cartoon, and then throw a movie movie in there. And we're just going to kind of move up through those different mediums in time. And so for each episode, uh, we're going to have five different segments. The first one will be, let me tell you a story, a reference to, the tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic books, all of them begin with Let Me Tell You a Story. And we'll just kind of give the background information of that uh, that story or the movie or whatever we need to give the background information on, as well as a synopsis of what we've just read or watched. And then after that, we'll move on to our second segment, uh, Second Time Around, uh, named after April's antique store. So in the second time around, we'll talk about, you know, different things like toys and stuff we remember, as well as things that we've noticed in it that date it. You know, it doesn't necessarily always mean it's a negative thing, but, you know, things that definitely mark it for its time. Uh, you know, that's where we can kind of have the debate about practical versus, you know, CGI, uh, things like that. Talk about those things, have that discussion, uh, which one we like more, uh, you know, what the advantages or disadvantages of them are. Uh, that's just a small example of what it could be, but anything where we find it's kind of, eh, it's a little dated. Uh, we will mention it there, talk about it. Uh, the next is anchovies. So any criticism we have for, for that particular thing, uh, we will then, you know, bring up whatever our, whatever we didn't like talk about it. Cause you know, nobody likes anchovies. Uh, everybody likes Baxter Stockman as a fly though. I mean, not everybody, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a, there's a big amount of people who do, I'll admit it, you know. Uh, but then after that, for the fourth segment, we have I Love Being a Turtle. So we'll just talk about what we absolutely loved about it. Ended on a good positive note, uh, our discussion of that. Uh, talking about what we thought was amazing and fantastic about it, what we loved. Because there's, some, there's a, something to love in every version of the Turtles, and we'll for sure make sure we talk about it. And so then our final segment will just be Channel 6 News. We will talk about any t- sort of Turtles news that's coming up, releases of action figures, uh, new comics, new movies, uh, anything that's going to be coming up in the, the coming week, we'll be talking about there. And that will be our five segments that we have planned. And then we have some socials set up, is that correct? We do. Yeah, we now have a Twitter, an, Inst- an Instagram, and a Facebook uh all of them under if you just look up ninja turtle power hour you should find it uh the twitter handle because they made me make it shorter than than the full title of the podcast is just ninja turtle ph 
And I think <laughs> I changed the Instagram one to it so it matches well. Cool. So if you want to look up at Ninja Turtle PH, you'll find it. Apparently, they don't like long usernames or something. That's I don't Twitter. know. That's Twitter for you, right? Thanks, Keep Twitter. It short. Keep it short. Yeah. And then we also have an email, which is Ninja Turtle Power Hour at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to see fan art. Uh, if you have made any sort of Ninja Turtle art and would like us to post it up to our socials and our pages, just send us the art to the email uh, with any information you'd want with it, you know, your social media information. And we can add that in the description so that people know where to go to look at your art. Uh, anyone that wants to share any art, we'll put it up as long as it's Ninja Turtles. It'll be up on our, our Ninja Turtle pages. What, what's the rating uh, of the art can be? If it's like rated R. Is it going to go up? Oh yeah, let's let's keep it safe for work. Let's keep it safe for work for sure. <laughs> let's let's yeah, remember safe. that we all discovered Ninja Turtles as children, for the most part. We'll keep this, yeah. and we even talked to keeping the podcast probably PG if not G. So if you are sharing your passion with your children, they can be part of this too because I think that's very important. Yeah, 100%. which is which is ironic because the original Ninja Turtles is very dark. Uh, but thanks to the yeah. cartoon, it really brightened it up, which I think a whole lot. Yeah, a lot. And, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, it starts from like a vengeance story to just like the story of like, oh no, we need to save the world. You it's know, beefy, dude. We don't say, you know, we should probably say awesome and cowbunga and dude more in the podcast, I feel. Uh, Probably, you know, maybe Uh, throwing it. It's ninja time. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. One of the hardest ones for me to send over messaging, and I've tried and I've deleted it many times with our conversations, is Boo Rakasha, because that's probably one of my favorite Michelangelo quotes. But I don't really know how to spell it. And I did, I did find a GIF one time of it, and I can't find the GIF now either. So, or GIF. I don't, I don't know the right way to say it. There, there isn't a right way. It's just however you want to say it. You know, it's like ATAT or ADA in Star Wars. You know, uh, it, no, just, it is ATAT. I, I don't know I call why it people... ATAT as well. We're good there. We're, yeah, we're good why there. do don't people call it an ADA? It, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Although uh, the original Star Wars book R two D two is not just an R and a two and a D and a two. It is actually spelled out. Same with C three PO. So it wouldn't shock me. If it really is pronounced at a, at a whatever, I just, I can't do it. I can't even do it. I think, I think they've made it canon now that it just depends on who you are. You know, there's some mm-hmm. people that want to abbreviate it to ADA if you're like a ruffian, but if you're like, you know, imperial, you know, English accent, then you're going to be like the AT-80s <laughs> are under fire, you know, that, that kind of thing. Well, I'm going to pour me some tea and enjoy watching my AT-80 destroy the empire. <laughs> Yeah, all so right. it just depends on, on the person. Well, that's all I got. Spencer, you got anything else for this uh, introductory episode? That would be it for me. So that's kind of the the long and short of it, what we wanted to to establish with this first episode zero episode for everyone. Zero. Let you know what to anticipate, what's coming. We can even make it a book club. Uh, we're going to be covering issue number one next week. So if you want to read issue one of volume one, the original Mirage comics before Mirage. then. Yep, We're you got to go to the Mirage it. comments, not the uh, IDW ones. We'll get to those eventually, but that's way down the road. Yeah, and we'll probably, I'll probably put together some sort of strange Frankenstein continuity 
for those original comics because we're probably just going to read mostly what's in the Ultimate Collection with a few other things dashed in there mm. based on what Peter Laird declared canon and what I think could still fit in continuity. Uh, and we'll probably go off that, and then we'll just cover those guest era issues that we skipped later. Awesome. Awesome. And it does shock me. If that's okay with you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. It, it does shock me uh, as I'm going through the older stuff how much that was brought back in the 2007 like it, I would say that's almost more mm-hmm. accurate than the '87. Really, is it? Is it seven? Yeah, there's there's did a all, lot of it that. Did all the shows start in? I think it's 2012. Is what you're thinking? Are you thinking of the Nickelodeon series? Yeah, the first Nickelodeon one, the CGI one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. 2012. Okay. Yeah. I'll get these dates. I told you I'm not good with dates. It's fine. I even have my timeline that I'm cheating it's with, fine. and I still fail. <laughs> Yeah, 2007 was that was the movie. I grew up watching that one as well. I forgot to mention that, but the 2007 was the the movie where uh, they're all kind of split up and they have to come back together again. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like they're probably not even teenagers anymore. I love that movie. Aww. It's a good one. It is. We'll definitely cover that too. All right, rock and roll. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Like I said, stick around for the ride. We've got a lot more coming in our future episodes. You know, Spencer, the one thing we didn't write out was a close. Like, what, what do we close with? What do we say? Cowpunk. Cowpunk gets Ninja Time to get shot. We'll work on that for the, the There we go. We got them all covered. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles says. You know, do they say anything in particular? I think I've heard him say Cowbunga. I think I've heard him say uh, Like a Boss. I don't even though that hasn't been listen I want to be open-minded about the the rise I do because I'm not going to bash it yeah it's part of the culture I don't want to bash it either but it for sure you know what if that comes up in the anchovy section a lot don't be shocked (laughs) yeah no and we will I will definitely do everything I can to love it I feel like the best thing to do is to be objective with the series don't try and treat it like it's Ninja Turtles and just try and treat it like it's its own uh it's its own animal almost because oh. that's kind of what I feel like it is when I watch it. No, it is. And I think my wife said it best when I was complaining about it. She goes, well, maybe you're not who they're trying to target. And I realized I'm not spending a lot of money on Ninja Turtle stuff like I used to when I was a kid. So I bet they are retargeting some people to spend some money. I mean, I think they're retargeting it. But at the same time, they talk about trying to make it fresh and new. Yeah. But if it's for a new audience you don't need to make it fresh. Like, you know, you need to freshen it up for the people who've been around for forever. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand Mark. I never got a degree in marketing. I don't even have a degree. Let's be honest here. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I know digital marketing. I did that for a couple of years. I still dabble in it a okay. little bit, but uh, you got to make money, man. At the end of the day, you got to, well, we'll get into it. The history of Ninja Turtles, but really the, the show, the 87 show was just to sell toys. I mean, really. Oh, 100%. That's yeah, how I mean, G.I. Joe like, did it. That's how they all did it. Yeah. That's how all those commercials, I mean, that's how all those TV shows in the 80s were. Sorry if I hurt anyone's feelings saying that, but. No, it's 100% accurate. Glorified toy commercials. <laughs> that's, that's why there were some really bad shows that nobody cared that they were on because they still sold some toys and <laughs> yeah. that's all that matters. So, all right. Well, sounds good. Uh, signing off then with our sign off, Cowabunga, dude. Cowabunga, dudes.